Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Welcome, everyone, to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Um, tonight, it's um, a live show. We've been off for a couple weeks, so we're happy to have you guys listening in, and we're happy to be here. It's June 2nd, 2009. This is Wendy, and I'm here tonight with Marla. Hey, Marla. Hey, Wendy. How's it going? Oh, I'm. I'm. I, I. We were just chatting before the show started. I'm like trying to get my energy level up. It's late, and we haven't had a show in a couple weeks. And this <laughs> is a great show that we have planned. So, um, I want to get everybody excited. If you guys um, are a fan of Army Wives, and this show is for you, um, the author of uh, the book Army Wives: The Unwritten Code of Military Marriage. Um, the author, Tanya Bianca, is going to be here. Well, we ch- we chatted with her yesterday, right, Marla? Yes, which we was did. Like an, which was an event in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to share that with everybody tonight. And uh, if you if you even if you've never seen the show, or even if you have this love hate relationship with the show, like I do sometimes, there's some things that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing that. Um, I call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, <laughs> But that keeps us watching and that keeps us talking about it. So uh, we're going to talk about the show. And the premiere is this Sunday night on Lifetime at 10 p.m. Eastern. And um, so we're going to give you some more details on that. But that's what you guys can expect tonight. And then we also have a treat for you. We um, have a Navy wife who is a military travel writer. She's going to come on a little bit later in the show and, and chat about or what? How she has managed to have a career and as a travel writer, as a military spouse, I just think that's that is like one of the coolest jobs I think out there for me. Yeah, definitely. Travel and write about it. That yeah, is just like that would be. Yeah. So Erica will be here a little bit later, and she's got a quick segment on uh, her hot travel tips for this week. So we're going to talk to her, and. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what we have in store for you guys. So hang tight, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And at the end of the show, we have some exciting news about our guest next week. I know Marla is, like, dying to tell you guys, but I'm going to make her wait until the end of the show. So not fair, but okay. <sighs> All right, you want to tell everybody how they can um, get involved with the show tonight? Sure. Our shows are always better when you're involved, so please sit back enjoy the show. Whether your husband is home, on duty, at sea, or deployed in the sandbox, we ask you to join in our conversation. We want to remind everyone that if you are listening live, you can join us in our chat room. You click the cute little button that's flashing that says um, chat now, and that will open a chat window for you, or you can call in. Um, our number has escaped my brain. It is um, 646-652-4629. Um, we Very just good. ask that, that you remember <laughs> operational security. Please, while um, communicating with us, we ask that you use your first name only, no discussion of ship, unit, or boat names. Names in conjunction with your command. Doing so ensures that your husbands are safe as well as ours too. 
If you want, I am also on the I am tonight on Yahoo Instant Messenger, uh, Trev, uh, the Navy Wife Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I know, and we have this new chat room that we have. It's fancy and new, and we can um, have different colors that we can type in and all that. So um, you guys can chat with us either way through the I am or through the chat, the new chat room. So so exciting. A nifty chat room. Yeah, very nifty. Um, so, yeah, our shows air every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We encourage you to join us live or feel free to um, download us from the archives on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. Yes, either way. And um, I'm getting ready to send a message over on Twitter. So if you're coming over from Twitter, we want to welcome you, too. And if you're listening to us live and you click on that green button that says chat, that takes you into the chat room. And, you know, you don't have to go into the chat, but it's really cool if you do. That way we know that you're listening to the show. I know whenever we get our stats, they never match. Our our listeners never match who's in the chat. There's always a lower number of people in the chat for some strange reason. So I, I always try to make a point to invite you if you're listening to us live. You click on that green chat button and you can sign up for an account with Blog Talk Radio or you don't have to you just come in as a guest I think they still have that feature where you can come in as a guest so I encourage you I to I believe that. so because we do have a guest um, 8058 welcome to the chat room oh great alright so Marla this is where we're going we're gonna to do things a little bit different we're going to go ahead and, and uh, share our conversation with Tanya Bianc and while we're doing that we'll be in the chat room and we're going to if you guys have questions for her, you can put them in the chat, and then we'll post them over on the blog post, and then we can always ask her to answer them later. Maybe pick one or two of our favorites and have her answer them. But um, we'll do that, the first part, and then at the end we'll do our little recap and find out what we've been up to the last couple weeks. Sounds good. Does that sound good to you? Yep, works for me. Okay. All right. Um Okay, of course my switchboard just went blank, so just bear with me as I go back to it. Okay, all right, so just as a reminder, this Sunday at 10 p.m. East, 10 p.m. in the East and 10 in the West, which is June 7th, the Army Wives uh, season premiere will air on Lifetime TV, and you can check that out at mylifetime.com for a sneak peek uh, trailer of the new show. And they have some cool pictures up there and some cool videos, so you guys can check that out. Um, yesterday, Marla and I had the chance to chat with Tanya Bianc, who is the author of, like we said before, Army Wives, uh, the book that this series is based on. And she's an Army wife, and she's currently stationed with her husband in Fort Stewart, Georgia. And so this interview is, is really kind of more of a personal look into her life, I think. Right, Marla? Um, Yeah. Uh, Personal side, yeah. And so we also... in a little bit more personal. Yes. And we we find out a little bit about the series and her thoughts and her role on the series. So um, we want to invite you guys to just sit back, get a cold beverage, and enjoy this conversation with Tanya Bianc. And um, we will, like I said, take your questions in the chat room. All right? So we'll be right back, and we'll be sharing our conversation with Tanya Bianc. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, 
having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. And today we have the special um, treat of having with us Tanya Bianc. She is the author of uh, Army Wives, which was originally um, published as Under the Sabers, the Unwritten Code of Military Wives, which the, the book is based on, as we all know, the hit Lifetime TV series, Army Wives. She joins us. And uh, Tanya, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me on, Wendy and Marla. Oh, it's we're great so happy that you're here. <laughs> we are happy yeah, that you're back, and we have um, all kinds of questions to ask you. And, you know, it seems our listeners just can't get enough of the series, Army Wives, and the premiere is coming up next Sunday. I believe it's 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Is that right? Marla that's that's right yes yeah June 7th uh, Sunday 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and everybody's just really really excited we've all waited a long time for the the third season premiere and it's almost here yes just so less than a week away so um, we want to talk about the series we want to talk a little bit about your background we also want to find out, you know, later if you've got any new projects coming up. And so all of these questions await and if you're listening to us and you've heard an interview with us before with Tanya, just hang out because we're going to cover some new things that we've never talked about before. It's going to be fun and exciting. So uh, for those people that aren't familiar with your story and your background, Tanya, can you give everybody just a little bit of an introduction and background? Uh, sure. I'd, I'd be happy to, to do that. I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, <laughs> I'm an Army brat. My father served in the Army for 30 years, and um, I covered the military professionally after after college, uh, specifically the Army, but also the Air Force. Uh, my sister is also um, in the Army. She's been in for uh, just about almost 20 years, and my husband, this summer, he will be celebrating his uh, 20th year in the Army as well. So I definitely come from a, from a military background, of, of which I'm, I'm um, very proud, very proud of. Well, that's, that I, that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, okay, so tell us a little bit about your journalism background, because that's okay. really how this yeah, that's that's another piece of it. I, um, you know, even though I, I come from a military family, um, I didn't actually want to to serve in in uniform myself. I, I think I would have made a very poor soldier and probably <laughs> also a very po- poor sailor as well. Um, but I really wanted to to write about military life and not just the, the army, because as you know, the service branches um, all have many many things 
um, in common. And so I, since I couldn't really do math or chemistry or physics, like I could write and it's something that came easy to me and something that I um, enjoyed doing and I've, I've enjoyed honing that craft over the years. And so I, uh, I have a degree in journalism and I thought what a great thing to combine those, those, um, the, my two loves, writing and also the, the military, writing about military families and military service members. And so, and so that's what I've been doing for the last um, 15, 15 years or so. And um, I was really um, honored to have the opportunity to write a book uh, such as, as Army Wives, um, which, again, it's, I think there's enough similarities between the armed services that um, people from other service branches can, can relate to the book. Yes, I, I really agree, and I think that's one of the reasons why the show's been so successful, because we all go through PCS moves, we all go through deployments, we all go through, mm-hmm. um, you know, long-distance relationships, and that's the key things that we all share, and it's starting over and trying to find a portable career, so to speak. Those are all um, things that we all share, and um, so I'm curious, because now it's, we're in this third season of Army Wives, how has the success of the show surprised you? How has the success surprised me? Um, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm really just thrilled that it has had such a, a strong following um, within the military community. But also, I guess what's most, been most surprising is that the audience members who have no connection to the military at all also love the show. And specifically, the, the most surprising thing has been how the show has taken off overseas. I hear from people every week who are from all over. Uh, I mean, you just name the country, Denmark, uh, France, specifically in, in Paris, Belgium, uh, Ireland, Scotland, South Africa, Australia. I mean, I can go on and on with these interesting places, wow. Finland. And they're a season behind, um, and but they just um, love the show. So that's been really surprising to me that there's been a, a following about American military life um, with with people from all different cultures and and backgrounds. I heard also from a young on actually on Facebook. I heard from um, a, a young woman. Um, who's Muslim in Singapore, who loves the show, and she says she's an Army girlfriend there, which was really neat to to hear. Yeah, Yeah, so just amazing. Really has been an amazing thing. Well, last season, I think that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the DOD was a little bit more open in helping um, with uh, with the show itself and embracing it, I think, and, and like, whether it's from being on an actual post location or just content advisors. Do you think that's made a difference? I think it, it's, it's been wonderful to have the DOD um, support. They uh, officially um, offer um, technical support to the show. And I think that's a wonderful thing because – now the uniforms, specifically the berets, are worn perfectly, and I think um, all of us from the from the 
Army community really appreciate that, that the uniforms are, are worn right, because it was really a distraction from the dialogue. Um, if, if you saw the, and you know, it's not easy to wear berets for anybody, for, for soldiers included, it's not easy to wear those. And so it was certainly difficult for the actors to get them on right, but the, but the, um, but they, everybody was given lessons, and so the designers on the show, the, the people who work in wardrobe, had lessons from DOD on how to, to put those berets on, how to make sure that your, your uniform is worn correctly. And so that's been um, a great thing, and I think it's also great that DOD um, does look over the, the scripts and um, can, can give advice and suggestions and just make sure that, that things are um, things are as accurate as they can be within a drama. You know, we we need, we need to remember that this is not um, that the show is is fiction. Uh, it's it's a drama, and so you're going to have um, you're going to have dramatic situations, um, which aren't necessarily always like real life. Although I always like to say in military life we have some some dramatic uh, real life experiences. Um, so yes, so I think it's been it's been wonderful to have that that um, DOD support. It's it's made the show um, even better. Marla, I'll let you jump in. You there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I had a little. I don't know if you heard. My computer started playing the promo. No, oh, didn't no, I didn't it. hear it. <laughs> I was like freaking out because I couldn't get the mute button, and all of a sudden the Lifetime promo started going off, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> we didn't hear a word. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, speaking about the uniforms, which, um, you know, being that I, my cousin's in the Army, but I've never seen him in uniform or anything like that. Um, but the creative license, that's obviously it being a drama. How do you, how do you feel about that? Because I, I think that some of the some of the things kind of for for a military spouse seem a little over the top, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I'm sure that they really do happen. Um, yeah, I would say um, that they do really happen. I, I, I there there can be a lot of um, drama in in military life um, across the board, and so there's a saying that that um, fact is better than fiction. <laughs> and I think that certainly um, can apply to 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 military life. Although my per you know my life is kind of boring, you know, concerning what happens on the on the you know on the show. But I think the important thing is that um, is that the integrity of of military life, service members and families um, that is there on the show. Even if you have some situations that. Uh, are extremely, you know, dramatic week after week. You know, um, we ha- it's a te- it's a television show. There's an entertainment element um, involved um, in that. That's what a drama is is about. But the heart and and soul of the show, which is um, which is about um, sacrifice and love of family, love of country, uh, love of friends, patriotism. Um, all of those things are are very well um, displayed on army lots. Uh, the, the the root and the heart of the show and the themes of the of the show, I think, are very very accurate. And at the end of the day, um, 
that's what that's what really um, matters. And I think that's why uh, so many people um, from the military community tune into the show. I, I have to agree. I personally, you know, none of my family is military. My cousin is, but I mean, nobody else. And uh, and I think that it gives them a glimmer into the life that we live, and mm-hmm. they can appreciate more of what we, as a military family, go through. You know, the the farewells, the homecomings, the the stressed out knocks on the door, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings it it shows a reality to it. Yeah, I, I think so too. I and I think that's why a lot of um, civilians enjoy the show because it is it is a glimpse into a world that's very that can that can be very different um, from theirs, but yet there are enough scenes from the show that everyone can relate to. And I think that's the beauty of the show. Um, because again that, that love of family, love of country. You know, you don't have to be in the military to be very patriotic. And uh, and a lot of civilians serve their country in other ways, uh, outside of the the military uniform. And so those universal themes, I think, draw us all together um, as Americans and even even beyond, as as I've learned from the from the big audience overseas. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, um, how exactly did the book come to become a show? Yeah, that was that was interesting. That that was really interesting. Um, how how the book became a show was really uh, was beyond anything that I had ever dreamed of. I simply wanted to get this book published, and I did not look beyond that. Uh, but with a nonfiction book, you write a book proposal first. If if it were a novel, uh, you write your whole manuscript first, and so but the the, the the process is reversed. So when I had my book proposal, which was like between, I don't know, 30 to 40 or 50 pages long, um, and once I had a, a book contract with St. Martin's Press, that information um, is published. And a film agent in Hollywood saw that and thought that it would make an in- something interesting, maybe a, a TV show or a miniseries or a movie, something. She wasn't sure. And so she requested a copy of my book proposal from my literary agent. And so that was how it truly started. That, that was the point. And so uh, ABC, Disney, uh, and, and Touchstone TV were all interested in this book before I had actually written the book based on my book proposal. And so they were right, waiting for me to finish the book, and then and then the book was optioned. Um, and that's how it all came up. There's a lot of different steps. It's um, there's a lot of pitfalls along the way too. So I never really got real excited or believed that it was actually going to be becoming a <laughs> series because a lot of pilots fail. M- most right. of them do not make it. Most of them don't even make it on the air. And many of them who make it on the air then fail within a, a couple episodes. So it's just it was just really um, amazing that it all it all came together, and on top of it, that it's uh, it's a hit show. Yeah, it's it's an awesome show. Wendy, did you have a? Um, yes, I wanted to. Um, let's get to a couple more questions that we have. So, how Tanya, how has your life changed since this has happened? We want to get into some some sneak peeks and what you think about the oh, show. Okay. 
I want to ask, um, sure. how has your life changed? Because that was one of the questions that we did get received um, through the blog when we talked about you coming on the show. And mm-hmm. um, I think everyone wants to know, you know, now that you're kind of your mm-hmm. name is more well-known and it's right there, you know, when they show the credits of the show, I think that's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. So how has your life changed? I travel more. I, I travel more. I And I... I have a two and a half year old, so I I try to keep it at about once a month. I I travel. I I give a lot of speeches now. Um, I attend a lot of events, and so in that way, it's I'm away from home more than than I would have been, um, and that's that's a big way that it's changed. But to be honest with you, in a, in a lot of ways, my life hasn't changed any. In other ways, in in the important ways, you know, I'm still the same person. I still have my my same group of friends um, from from my elementary school and also college and, and high school years. I mean, those you know, those women uh, are still very in, important to me, as well as um, military wives that I've I've met. And so, um, yeah, I would say in in most ways, my life has not has not changed. Um, but yeah, I get I get asked for my, my autograph sometimes. So that's that's unusual. That certainly gives me pause uh, when when things like that happen or if so, if someone wants their picture taken with me. That's that's those are the moments when I say, whoa, because to me and to my friends I'm still just I'm still just Tanya. Same well I think person. that's a great inspiration and a role model to all military spouses that, you know, whatever kind of success that we have that we work for and work hard for that um, to keep that balance and to remember our true selves I think and not get caught up too much in um, one area or another that gets us off balance and we start feeling like we have a little less control so yeah and you said you you actually said that better you said that better than I did um, Wendy Um, but yeah that that is true because um, I, I think that when you start defining yourself by by what you do or the course of events um, in your life, that's when you can get in, into into trouble. Um, because I, I realize that this you know this can all be gone um, tomorrow. And if it was, where would I be? Who would I be? And I, I want to know who who I will be. And I do know. You know, I'm going to be the same person that I was um, before this success. Well, that's great. I think that's great inspiration for us all to remember that, definitely. So, okay, well, right. Well, let's start. Let's kind of switch gears and talk about the new season of Army Wives. Like I, like we mentioned earlier, um, uh, the premiere of Army Wives is this Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern on Lifetime TV. You can check your um, local TV guides for what channel that is. And again, we're here today with Tanya Bianc, the author of Army Wives, which the series is based on, and how do you feel about the new season? I'm really excited. I had the opportunity in January to go out to L.A. to meet with the writers and um, just a fantastic group of people. Um, most of them are, are new are new writers on the show, and they're very enthusiastic. They're smart and talented, and I just loved – spending time with them 
And I, my job as a show consultant is I, I read the scripts, I help with the outlines, I answer any questions. And I've been so impressed um, with these scripts that it's, to me it's going to be the best Season. And and I'm not just saying that because we're on the we're on the heels of, of season three. I truly truly mean that because I look at the scripts with a critical eye. I mean that is that is my job, and I want to make sure that that um, that the military is being portrayed accurately accurately and fairly within knowing within that we're within the realms of a of a TV drama. And, um, and yeah, that means not everything can be 100% accurate, but this, we have to keep in mind, this, this is not a documentary on the History Channel. Um, this is not a primer on, on Army life. It's a, it's a TV series. Um, but there are things within that that we can, my job is to make sure that, um, that the show can still be authentic, that, that military life can still be authentic, even if we're just, you know, twisting things a bit to make sure that they're exciting for the for the plot, for the dramatic plot. And I just, I've been so impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. And I, I think many people, many of the, many viewers who have been dedicated um, to the show will will agree with me when when they see it. I'm hoping. Well, I know that I'm. Oh, good. <laughs> Go ahead, Marla. I know we're both it's like talking. Looking, it's looking so good. It's going to be hard to, you know, the season's going to fly by. I have already have a feeling it's just going to be that kind of a, a season. Just by the commercials, just looks like yeah. one of those that you're going to you're going to grab on, and by the time you realize that it's going to be time for the season finale, we're all going to be crying. <laughs> I know, but you know, the great news is that the show has already been renewed for a fourth season. Um, oh, which really? One, yes, which is, um, you know, usually a network wouldn't announce that uh, that early, but yes, there is definitely going to be a fourth season. So, um, wow, so dry your tears, Marla. <laughs> It'll be back on. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, you know, it's, I think it's, um, um, you know, one of the things that I've heard that spouses do is they, first of all, they do appreciate that Lifetime is trying to get it right. And, you know, having you on as a show consultant is one of those, um, you know, uh, actions that they're doing to make sure that they're just not off on their own creating drama without any um, relevance or care in um, how they tell the military spouse story. So they really do care. Cool. They they really do care. The the producers, the cast and crew, the writers. That is very important to them. And sometimes with the questions that the writers have, they're kind of like really little nitpicky questions. But it shows me that they're asking because they they care. They really want to get the smallest of details right and and I love that I mean I any question they have for me I am I'm happy to to answer um, for them but yes and you know I would not have my name associated with this show if they did not respect our military community I would not be a part of of the show nor would the Department of Defense be a part of it 
good point. Yes, and we wouldn't be watching if it was That's like right. That. That's right. That's right. So, right. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Well, um, okay, so we're running out of time, so let's get through our list. we got a few more questions to go. Last season and um, even the first season, we had on um, Sally Pressman, who plays Roxy, and we had uh, Bridget Brenna, who plays Pamela Moran. And, you know, you talk about the genuine um, care and concern that – the writers have. I felt that from those interviews with them. And Marla, I know you listened in on those interviews, I think. And um, I was very impressed by the both of them. And I hope that in the coming weeks, they'll come back on. And we're working on that right now. And we're hoping to get on a, uh, a new interview with someone we haven't had on the show before. So, and, and we would be That's asking great. for those interviews. And, and the reason why we're asking is because our listeners they email us and say, you know, we really want to hear from, you know, Roxy. We just think she's so spunky and says things that we think but would never say and she says them. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or Pamela the same too. So um, Bridget and Sally are just both very, I felt, despite their success like you, they're very down to earth and very charismatic. Oh, funny. They I mean, are. I just I they just are. wondered great your impression women. as well. Oh, yeah. They're I have to tell you, the the entire cast I'm impressed with. All of them are down to earth, good, good people. Um, there are no drama queens on the set of Army Wives, I will tell you that. And uh, they're good-hearted people, and they're just thrilled to be a part of, of the show. And they realize that they're part of something bigger, that even though the show is fiction, they realize that they are representing real people and um, real scenarios. You know, we're a nation at war right now. I mean, people identify with this show, and, and they get that. They get that. Marla, you got a question? I do. Who do you, who, what character do you think you most relate to or would be your favorite character on the show? Hmm. You know, I've been asked that um, before, and I really... I really can't say one specific character that I I relate to more than another. I think that there are pieces of of characters that I can relate to. I think it's wonderful that um, the great thing about Roxy is that she is she's like fresh eyes on the military, and she rem, she reminds those of us who have have been around the military for a long time that not everybody, you know, has been around the military as, as long as other, as other people. And so I think she also reminds us that we need to laugh at situations and we need to not always take ourselves so seriously. And, um, and so I don't know, I see, I see pieces of myself um, relating to, to all of the, the characters and um, so I can't I can't pick one I really wish like Claudia Joy I wish I was as organized as Claudia Joy I certainly <laughs> do not relate to her on that she's really got it all together and I certainly don't <laughs> me neither <laughs> I would love uh, to be more like Claudia Joy <laughs> yes I think we would all love to be more like like Claudia Joy for sure Okay, Tanya, one, um, one more last uh, serious question, and we got a few fun questions, and then we'll let you go. Do uh, you have any advice for military spouses who have a dream of maybe writing a book 
or following their passions. I know it can be hard to, if you've got this crazy idea to step out in faith. And do you have any advice for how you did it and, and anybody else that might be wondering, you know, how they go about doing something that they're very passionate about? Yeah, I, I think that um, if, if you want to to write, I would say, and it's a great profession within the military because you can take it with you when when you PCS. You can work from your from your house or from different locations. All you need is you need your your computer. You need to be on the internet. And I would say, you know, start writing letters to the editor. Start getting published. Start getting published in your base newspaper or start a newsletter for uh, your spouse's unit. You know, start small. Think big, but start small. That's what I would say. Just to get your feet wet to see if you if you really do enjoy. Um, writing and, and working under a deadline like that, and then, you know, set goals for you, for yourself. In, in six months, I want to be at this point, in seven months to a year. Um, start like that. Read a lot. Um, read books about writing and, and getting published. Again, it, it is a craft. And um, But as far as as far as uh, if you have a dream, you know, beyond writing, whatever whatever your passion is, I say go for it. And don't listen to people who say, oh, well, you can't do it. Don't listen to the naysayers. Um, just just set goals for yourself. And I think the, the worst thing is that if you have a dream, if you have a passion, and if you just keep putting it off, putting it off, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're a few years down the road and you still haven't done it, and that's eating away at you. Um, it's okay to fail, it's, but it's not okay not to at least try and give it your best effort. Very well said. I, I like that. Very well said. Um, okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We have a few last questions. This is more on the fun side. We have this new segment where we ask everybody some kind of silly questions, and then we'll post it on our blog. So are you up for this? This is a little bit different. Um, nothing okay, too I'm hard. ready. Okay. I'm okay. ready. So, um, what was your last vacation? Oh, it's my my last my honeymoon. No, actually, <laughs> no, not that. Um, I would say it was a couple years ago. My last real vacation uh, with my husband. It was I was actually out in LA for a, a lifetime Army Wives event, and then my husband and I, after that event, decided um, to spend an, an extra five days. In California, we went to Ojai Valley, which is a, a beautiful place. It's, it's south of Santa Barbara. And we just had a great time. In the, it was in the mountains, really beautiful. And we enjoyed it. We didn't have our little, uh, our then little baby with us. He was with my mom and dad. So that was definitely a, a vacation. But my husband is deploying this fall. So we're going to try to take another little vacation somewhere before he, he goes. Okay, okay. All right, Marla, you're next. All right, Tanya, um, what kind of songs do you have on your iPod with a band okay. or? Okay, well, I have, to conf- I have to confess that probably three or four years ago, uh, my husband gave me an iPod for my birthday, and it has never been out of its packaging and if I were to listen to anything, I probably would still, like, have my Walkman. I don't know. I mean, I am so not 
tech savvy, it's embarrassing. So I would not know. I know nothing about loading songs onto an iPod or anything. It's really, really bad. It's bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I. <laughs> you know, you I know. I'm not proud of that. that. You might be able to sell that iPod as vintage soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was expensive. It was a couple hundred dollars, and it's. it's oh, I couldn't even tell you because we've moved since then. I couldn't even tell you where that is. <laughs> that's horrible it's horrible that's when I thought I was going to be going to the gym and I, I guess I had made a comment to my husband oh yeah that'd be neat to have an iPod and so my birthday was around the corner and I think that's why I got it for me but I have not been to the gym since I uttered those words three or four <laughs> years ago either so the two go hand in hand I guess uh, well you know you let us know when you find it and you get out of the package I, I know if you could write a book as you know, like you to navigate the publishing world, you can navigate the iPod. Tanya, I, I know. I don't do it. <laughs> well, at um, least I don't okay. get to type, you know, because I know some writers they do everything by hand, but at least I can type. <laughs> and you type well. Yes, you do. Um, well, this is normally where we ask you what's the most embarrassing song on your iPod, and this is just so our listeners oh, okay. get to know you a little bit better. But right. Not yeah. On your okay. iPod, if I had an iPod, if I if I had an iPod, I guess the most embarrassing thing I would have on it would be the soundtrack from Greece. Um, the I just remember from elementary school, um, my friends and I loved the movie Greece, and we loved list back then. My friend had the record, and so we would listen to that that record over and over again, danced around her bedroom and just had the best time. And so uh, not long ago on, uh, on, I guess maybe it was on eBay or something, I found, I found um, Grease and I ordered it. Of course, I don't think I could download that onto an iPod because it's a, it's a CD. And I don't, again, I don't know how those things work on iPods, but, <laughs> but I'd have, I'd have Grease on there, all the songs. Well, you know, <laughs> So, you know, when you do get the iPod working, you can do that. You'll be able to download it on your which is pretty amazing when you think about it. But, um, but you know what? I also loved that movie, Priest, that soundtrack. And maybe that's just, I don't know if that shows my age or what, or our age. I don't know. But my aunt was old enough to take me to the movies to see that. And I don't know how my parents felt about it at the time. Oh, yeah. But, um, I was not allowed. I was not allowed. Yeah, it was pretty racy for back yeah. then. Yeah, and then Grease 2 came out. I don't think I was allowed to see that one either. But that wasn't as good as the original, for sure. Oh. Okay, you guys are killing me over here. <laughs> All right, Tanya, before we let you go, um, what, do you have any new projects coming out? Or, or is, like, balancing what you currently have and your two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old got your schedule pretty full? Or, or maybe you have a new speaking engagement somewhere that you could tell us about. I do. You know, I uh, I get um, I I do get asked. I love to do the speaking engagements. Uh, I I go um, all over the place for that. I've been asked to serve on um, some boards, boards of directors. One of the the latest one, uh, I was just asked to serve on a board at Penn State, which is my alma mater, and it's going to be for outreach for um, the military, uh, for military folks who want to get their degrees online. And so I'm really, really excited and was honored to, to be asked 
to serve on that board. I'm also on another board called SOFAR, S-O-F-A-R, and it's Strategic Outreach for um, All Reservists. And it's a, it's a great program focusing on our National Guard and, and reservists and, uh, and their family members and getting, getting their family members um, mental health. Uh, that's not as easy to get when you live in a civilian community far from a military installation. So I'm doing things like that, which I, I love to, to be a part of because I like to be able to, to give back to the military community. And I've got, um, I do a monthly column at homefrontonline.com uh, that's, that's syndicated and, and shows up in, in various places, including on military. Uh, dot com and, um, and I love writing that and um, just freelancing, doing a lot of freelancing and taking care of my little boy. So it keeps me busy. Fantastic. All right. So where can our listeners um, find you? I think you said you have a Facebook page. If they want to write to you or um, yeah, they can or... reach. Well, they can reach me. Uh, well, a great place you can you can find me on Facebook and you can also. Uh, find me. I have a website, which is just my name. It's www.tanyabianc.com, which is T-A-N-Y-A-B-I-A-N-K. And they can email me through there. Okay, fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I know we kept you a little bit long. We got too Now it's fun. <laughs> it, it, was, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it, Wendy and Marla. Thanks so much for having me on again. Thank you so well, much, Tanya. It's been fun speaking with you. My pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Yes, it's always a pleasure to have you, and I hope that you'll come back on again. And um, who knows, maybe we could sometime um, – one of the things we had talked about last season was getting a tour of the Army Wife set, so maybe that's something you could help us with or direct us in the right um, direction maybe when you'll be there. I don't know, but um, we definitely want to support the series and report and um, – share everything that's going yeah. on with our listeners. That would be really neat. That would be really neat. That would be a lot of fun. All right. Okay, well, you take care, and thank you for taking time out of your busy day to chat with us today. Tonight. Oh, you're welcome. You're All welcome. Right. You guys take, take care. care. You too. Have a great day, Tanya. Sure, you too. Bye-bye. All right, we've been talking with Tanya Bianc. She is the author of Army Wives, and that book is the basis for the hit Lifetime TV series, Army Wives. Like we mentioned previously, the season premiere the, for the um, third season, we're in the third season, is this Sunday on Lifetime TV at 10 p.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for the station in your area. You can um, watch the trailer for the upcoming season premiere over at Lifetime TV. You can just go over there and, and watch that. So, Marla, what did you think? That Wasn't that awesome? That was so much fun. I was I was so excited. <laughs> I'm a dork. <laughs> She's just fantastic. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with um, Wendy and Marla, and you're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. So, um, Marla, wasn't that cool? That was really cool. <laughs> that was really, really cool. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I think the one thing I could say about Tanya, well, many things, but, 
she is just really down to earth and such a sweet, sweet um, person. And I hope we get to meet her in person one day. Wouldn't that be fun? Absolutely. That would be awesome. Yes. So um, be sure to catch the premiere of Army Wise this Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can check mylifetime.com for seasons or episodes from last season, previews for the new season. And um, we're going to give you guys some information at the end of the show about our guests next week and about our live blogging party that we're going to have on the website next or on Sunday night. So more information on that at the end of the show. But right now we have something new to talk about. And, um, you know, I love to travel. Marla, and I know you love to travel. I think we everybody loves to travel. Um, I just wish we had more time and money to travel, right? <laughs> it needs to get cheaper and easier to do. <laughs> Yes, well, so um, an interesting military spouse came my way. She has a website for military families to, um, as a resource to share, you know, her her experience um, in the travel industry, to share discounts, to share, um, you know, how to navigate Disney World, all kinds of things, and so. Her name is Erica, and she is a Navy wife, which I think is kind of cool. And she writes an article that I think she told me it was like an eight or ten different newspapers, military newspapers around the country. So you may have read her story or read some of her articles. Her website is called GuideToFamilyTravel.com. And um, so today she's going to come on for um, you know a quick preview and uh, to her website, and we're going to have her back on next week too. She's just going to share just some quick tips with us on how to, um, her hot tip for the week, so to speak. What's the most popular thing on her website right now? That way, if you're planning a summer vacation, and don't we all wish we were planning a summer vacation? (laughs) I kind of am, but... I I need to be. I'm like, I had one planned, but that's another story for another show episode, but... um, involved a port call with a ship that was supposed to come in and yeah so maybe we'll share that later in the show my funny recaps for the weeks but um, (laughs) but so what we're going to do is invite erica on the line and like i said she is a a military spouse and she's a travel writer and so we are so happy to have her with us tonight erica are you there i am welcome to the show Thank you, and I hope to never hear either of you, especially as examples in the military community, say that you cannot afford to take a trip. In (laughs) fact, I would argue with you that right now you could afford not to take a trip because this is the time to travel. There are opportunities and discounts absolutely everywhere, and they're all targeted towards the military. Um, This is the first year that Disney's ever run a promotion that they're letting us into their parks for free. I mean, what a great time to go to Walt Disney World. Um, many, many places like that. There's tons of deals out there. All they're waiting for are people to travel. Just the same way that it's a uh, buyer's market in real estate right now, it is definitely a traveler's market in the travel industry right now. You have all of the best advantages um, in an economy like this to go out and find a great deal. So both of you ladies are going to go on a summer vacation, even if I have to plan it for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm inspired. On that. <laughs> I'm inspired. Okay. All yeah. right, Erica. So so um, share with us your expertise tonight. Um, 
Yeah, well, I come from uh, over a decade of experience in the travel industry. I've worked in public relations and marketing for the te- travel industry. And, of course, as a military wife, it's not necessarily always easy to stay within your career. And so years ago, an editor of, of one of the base papers asked if I would write a column kind of sharing my expertise and telling everyone about these great deals that are out there. And I started doing it for her, and then we, of course, got moved, and now we're out in Fallon, Nevada. So I started doing it for the paper out here, and now I'm in 12 newspapers nationwide. And um, I always get questions. You know, at the end of each column is an email address where you can email me, and I got inundated with emails saying, why don't you put up a site so that you're easier to find and you're easier to get a hold of, and we've got all this information in one place. And so that's what I've done. I've launched a website called um, GuideToFamilyTravel.com. The name of my column is Sweet Land of Liberty, and uh, so it's on GuideToFamilyTravel.com. And sure enough, because of my connections through the travel industry, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of the big CVBs, that's abbreviation for Convention of Visitors Bureau, every uh, city has one. And uh, they send me all their great discounts for the military, and then I get to post it up um, on my website. In fact, I'll give you an example. I just recently, I get so many emails asking about Orlando that I contacted the Orlando CVB. I said, you know, let your public know that we've got military coming in droves because of this big Disney promotion and the SeaWorld promotion and the Universal Studios promotion. Let me know what else is going on in town. And I got over 100 email response from the travel industry in Orlando really? saying, this is our discount. Put it up on your website because, <laughs> you know, we're talking three, four-star hotels offering a $99 rate, you know, um, places that I used to pay full price to stay at, you know, because I used to travel to Orlando all the time, um, are now giving these incredible deals. It's just this is the time not only to travel but to travel in style, that would be my advice to anybody. Don't just go out and do it. Go out and do it right for the military, you know, because there are so many deals out there, and this is the time to take advantage of them. Well, this is all exciting to me. Okay, so what's the name of your website? Um, it's guide to, the, the web address is GuideToFamilyTravel.com, and the name of the site is called Sweet Land of Liberty, just named after my, um, the column that I do for the military bases. Okay, so um, so first off, people who are wanting more information, they can go to your website and check out what you have there. And um, you're going to come back next week and share some more tips with us, and we're going to do a longer interview yeah, definitely. in um, a couple weeks. But I want to be able to um, talk about, you know, what would be your um, tip for this week, your hot tip for this week, so to speak. Probably what I mentioned that if you're going to go out and do Disney, don't just say, or if you're going to Orlando, don't just do Disney. Leave yourself some time to enjoy the other things in the town that really make your experience complete. You know, SeaWorld's doing tickets, Universal's doing tickets, and those things are great. But what about some of the smaller things? You know, they have um, attractions. Uh, take the time to see not just the parks, but, you know, in my estimate, probably 60% of Walt Disney World is not located inside the parks. You've got your four major parks, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. They've got resorts. They've got downtown Disney. They've got Walt Disney World, is the, and a lot of people don't know this, is the exact size in area as the island of Manhattan. Imagine that in your mind. You just can't go and do oh the parks. Gosh. You'll get burned out. That's a lot of walking. Yeah. That's a lot of park hopping. Go out and really enjoy not only Orlando, but enjoy the Disney 
what I call the lands of Disney because there's so much property down there. And it's just take it all in and, and take do it, you know, take your time. Don't wear out the kids on the first day thinking, ooh, I've got to use up the five-day pass, you know. Take time to take naps, take breaks, and then go out and just try to take in as much of it as you can. And, and I have more details on that on my site. Do you have the specifics on the Disney offer? I do. For people that are just tuning yes. into our show and are not familiar with all the specifics. Um, what Disney is doing is through your ITT or ITA office, depending mm-hmm. on your branch of the military, your um, spouse, your husband or, or wife, whoever's active duty, can go in to any ITT or ITA office and pick up their free ticket to go to Disney. So they, the, me- the service member themselves, enter for free. In addition, they can purchase up to an additional four tickets, which all you get from ITT is a voucher, but you can purchase up to an additional four tickets for friends and family. So in other words, it's not like the SeaWorld deal where the additional family members need to show IDs as your dependents. Disney's allowing you to buy four additional tickets for friends and family for an additional price of $99. And for Walt Disney World, that's a five-day park hopper, and for Disneyland, it's a three-day park hopper. So it's definitely not something you can um, miss out on. I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity to be able to get a pass like that for $99. So you take those vouchers, you get at ITT, you show up at at the gates at Disney, at either of the Disney, any of the Disney parks, and then you redeem your vouchers for actual tickets, and um, and then you go in and enjoy the parks. So. Once again, this is a this is a first for Disney that I know of, and I've been in the travel industry over 14 years. They've never done anything like this. Um, it's it just shows you how it's definitely a traveler's market right now. This is the time to take a trip, and especially if you're looking to come go out to the big amusement parks, um, they all have a deal for the military, and they're just waiting for us to come visit. So do you, you think it's not too late then to book hotel reservations for Orlando? Oh, no, no, not at all. I get. Um, I just heard this morning the, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels, amazing properties, probably the best location at Walt Disney World, and I don't get paid to say that. I don't get <laughs> endorsed by any of these people. I don't hold stock at Disney. God, I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> not right now, maybe, but still, in the long term, I wish I did. Um, but I can tell you one of the best locations to stay at Walt Disney World is the Disney Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotel. They used to be owned by D- Disney. They got bought by the Sheraton Properties. Um, so one's a, an undercover Weston, the other one's an undercover Sheraton. They're both beautiful. Uh, both carry the Walt Disney World name. And they're located in between Epcot and MGM Studios. So all you have to do is hop on a boat outside your hotel and go to either park. And then they're, of course, uh, a bus ride away from um, the other two parks, from Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. But they're offering, I believe it's one, and I wish I would have had it in front of me, but I believe it's 129 for the first room and then $99 for each additional room for all your friends and family. So, I mean, this oh, is a wow, hotel that's great. that, yeah, these, this is a hotel that their normal nightly rate is two, $300. I mean, this is a oh, deal. Oh, easily. And my mom yeah. had... My mom and my uh, stepdad had a room at the Swan one night, and we just went to visit. Oh we yeah, we were staying at like the Shades of Green because we were oh. like, oh, we're not going to spend that kind of money. And I was like, wow, this is nice. They have a little beach. That's where you could do like character breakfast in oh. the morning or something like that. I think. You, yeah, anything. Yeah. I mean, and they they sweeten the pot. Right now, that's the big thing with the travel industries. They're not just offering you deals; they're offering to add to your deals. 
So the Swan and the Dolphin are offering a fifty percent off their restaurants. I mean, can you imagine that to be able to eat in a hotel? Normally, we can't afford <laughs> that. You know, the hotels are more expensive than eating out in town, and for them to be offering that kind of deal, you know, you eat in the hotel for a percentage off, and and um, oh, just all sorts of things. And I did double check; it is one twenty nine per night, and the second guest room for family and friends for only ninety nine dollars. I mean, you really, you just can't. Oh, I want to go. They've got five pools. They've got two health clubs, tennis, and golf nearby. We're going to have to Google that or put the link on our site for this show thread. Um, Oh my God! I keep talking. You don't understand. This is. I told Erica, you and I are like kindred spirits. I love (laughs) to travel. So sorry, I'm hogging her all to myself. So Marla, you have a question for the um, the travel expert, the Disney expert? I do. Um, Is the is the Disney Thing only um, with Disney World. What about Disneyland in California? No, it's Anaheim. it's both parks. It's both Disney parks, or I should say, both Disney resorts. Disneyland Resort in Anaheim and Walt Disney World in uh, in Orlando. Disneyland. I my husband and I just went, took the kids, had a great time. They are also running the promotion. A lot of their neighborhood hotels, which Disney calls them good neighbor hotels because then they, you know that they've got the Disney seal of approval, and we all know how much that means to us, because if Disney says they're okay, chances are we're going to have a good stay. Uh, they're not going to endorse anyone or give the Disney name to anyone that's not worthy of, of our vacation. You know, So a lot of the good neighbor hotels at Disneyland are also offering great rates. Um, so, yeah, this is their, it's being honored on both coasts, so it's definitely the time to go. And I do have... My feature story, every year I do one big story, and this year I did Anaheim. So if you go onto my website at guidetofamilytravel.com, you'll see that the feature destination is Anaheim and Disneyland, and it's a three-part story. It'll tell you about the hotel deal out there at the Sheraton Garden Grove, great hotel just down the street from Disneyland. Um, it'll great tell area. you all about – I'm sorry? Great area plug-in for oh, my yeah, hometown. Oh, yeah, great area. It's right <laughs> down there. Oh, my gosh. And I will tell you, we had a great stay there. It was, it, it's just, it's a great hotel. It's a newer property. They've got transportation to the parks, and they're also offering a military uh, salute program for, I believe it was $99. It's just, it, you know, it's just the time to travel. The great thing about Anaheim, let me just throw this in there, is also don't just go out there and do Disney. Anaheim has so much to offer. I mean, you're going to love doing Disney. But enjoy downtown Disney as well. They've got great shops. Their restaurant, oh, my goodness, they have a restaurant there called Tortilla Joe's. I've been craving every day since the day I left. I mean, just can't get enough, you know. Um, they've got a bowling alley across the street from Disneyland that just opened called 300 Bowling. If you live anywhere near in the United States, near one of these places, it's like a bowling alley slash club all mixed in one. It's seriously bowling like on steroids. You will never have seen anything this cool in your life. And it's located right across at the new uh, Garden Walk, Anaheim Garden Walk there across from Disneyland. So, I mean, that would be my advice for today's episode is I would literally tell you don't just go out there and be, you know, have tunnel vision. Go and do Disney. Yes, you're going to have a great time. Nobody can do it like Disney. Uh, but go out and enjoy the city, you know, see what, what, what's there, experience the local food and the flavors and the, you know, go out and do the bowling and some shopping, you know, just make the most of it so that way you feel like you came back and you just, you just experienced it all, you know. Well, this has just been such great information, Erica. I can't wait for you to come back and share more. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. We'll do it again next week. It'll be fun. 
I think it will be fun, too. And, you know, I want to tell our listeners, you are going to see more of Erica because she has got such a great wealth of knowledge, and we're just honored to have her with us. Oh, and and um, it, you check your local base paper for her column, which is Sweet Land of Liberty, A Guide to Family Travel. And I think you said it's been in like 14 papers across the country. It is. Right now they're yes. all Navy papers, but, you know, we're taking requests. So, yeah, so if you're a listener out there and you want it to be running your local paper, just contact your editor and, let, you know, send me a, an email, let me know, and we'll get working on it because it's something I do for – for all you know, I would do it for any of the bases. I think it's a great service. It's one of that whole thing, you know, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it fall, did it you know fall? That whole comparison is the same thing with these deals. It's great that they're out there, but unless we share them with each other, unless we tell each other about it, it's like they're not there, you know. So um, we got to get the word out and say this year is the year to travel. I'm real big on that. It's just there's no better time to do it. Well, thank you for. Re-energizing my interest in traveling this summer. <laughs> I needed that little energy pill for that. I'm excited. Okay. All right. So, all right. So next week, Eric will, will be back, and she's going to share something all new with us. And um, Erica, thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you had a great time, and I and I um, I look forward to doing this again. Thank you so much. I had fun too. Absolutely. We'll we'll definitely do it again. Thank all you, right. Erica. Bye bye, Erica. All right, so right now we're going to take a really quick break, and then when we come back, we are going to um, talk about our weeks really quick. We're all, we only have a few minutes left in the show, um, and then we're going to recap um, our show, and then we're going to tell you what's coming up next week. We have a treat in store for you, so don't go anywhere. We The best is yet to come. we got some surprises for you. Uh, you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Wendy. I'm here with Marla tonight. All right, Marla, so we, we only have like 10 minutes left, so we got to like make sure we get it all in. We've, it's been a couple weeks since we did the show. We had such a great three weeks in a row, and then we took off some time, which is always nice to do for the end of school year because there's... I know for me there was yeah. lots of we had a lot of end of school year activities going on. Yes, uh, but we're happy to be back. So, do you have anything funny, a funny story, or anything you want to relate that you've been up to the last couple weeks? So everybody knows that my husband had surgery, right? So, um, how's he doing? He's I know doing how good. He's doing, but let everybody know how he's doing. He's he's doing pretty good. Um, he's. He's having some problems, but other than that, we're doing okay. Um, we're going to wait and make sure that the bone is healing well, so we're very excited. Um, we'll keep in our, him in our prayers. Thank you. Um, his parents came out, so that was really cool. They got to spend time with my kids, and that was really fun. And then, of course, the day they leave, I tell my daughter, stay upstairs, watch a movie, Mommy's going to take a nap, because I had to get up really early to take them to the airport. So I wake up to my TV making a funny sound, and my daughter had sprayed detangler inside my TV. My our brand new TV fried it completely. It was like, zzz. yeah, it was bad. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. So like, I run upstairs and I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, Trevor, 
Because you broke the TV. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So needless to say, you know, thank goodness for Craigslist. We were able to get another TV. And But, yeah, detangler spray should never be left in the unwitting hands of a five-year-old. So. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I mean, <laughs> one time we babysat my, my girlfriend's daughter, who I want to say was about four, and we were all in the same room, and I kept hearing this sound. And I was like, what is that sound? I'd look around, and and it was, you know, Christian, her, and me, I should say. That was it. We were just the three of us. And, I'm, and then I kept hearing, I'm like, what is that sound? And then she kind of was angled at me, towards me, and I couldn't really see, like, the front of her. And I really wasn't quite sure what was going on. Well, I had left a can of Lysol on the on the end table. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have a really nice end table. I just had just whatever you know. But it yeah. was and and uh, that the furniture that you have when you have little small kids because it's just, you know crayons and markers and everything written on it. Yeah. And she sprayed a almost a probably good quarter of a can. Um. <laughs> It was it was like you know um, like like if you would have spilled a cup of water. I mean there was that much Lysol. And finally, what happened was I smelled it. I'm like, what does that smell? What does that sound? Oh, get over here! What are you doing? Yeah. It was on her shirt. It was oh, I I was a bad babysitter. Yeah, so. there was like a puddle under the TV. Like there was a yes. pillow there, and there was like a puddle on top of the pillow. And I'm like. You could have been, because she was standing right there. Like, you could have been electrocuted. So. That's why we need to have kids when we're young. Yeah. (laughs) I think, see, you're still young. I think if I had to do that now, I might, I don't know. I was ready to, like, pack her up in a box, tape it up, send her to my mom, and be like, I give. Oh, my gosh. I don't know that I can top that. That's pretty good. (laughs) Um, Leave it to me. What can I say? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have quite anything that exciting. We finished soccer season. You know, we had a soccer party. I had all twelve boys at a bowling alley, and who were trying to bowl like two bowling balls at a time down the lane (laughs) (laughs) with their parents there. And I'm telling Craig, don't you think we should say something to them? Well, and his response: Well, their parents are here, and I said, well, but they think that. You're responsible for them because you're the coach, and, and he said, "This is not the soccer field. They're mine on the field, and this is not the soccer field." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, the, the finally the the management, the bowling company, um, had to shut down one of the lanes because they kept having to go out and retrieve the other ball." <laughs> And I was getting so frustrated. Craig's like, it doesn't get any better than this, Wendy. This is like they're 14 years old. I'm sorry. They don't get any smarter as they get older. (laughs) Boys are boys. (laughs) Yeah, trying to bowl two balls, two bowling balls down the lane. That's dangerous. Anyway, so that's my soccer story. Um, I am leave. I do want to let everybody know tomorrow. I am leaving for my own little Navy spouse IA. I'm going to an Army base to hang out with a whole bunch of Army wives. About 300 of them or so, I think, is on the current registration roster. Um, and I am really excited about. It. I'm going to Fort Bliss, and um, 
Tara, who we've had on the show before, Army Wife Talk Radio or Army Wife Network, and Star, um, Tara and Star are doing an event down there, and I'm going to go and hang out, and they have this T-shirt I'm supposed to wear. It says Army Wife on the front, but they're putting, uh, and this is Army Wife on the back, but we're going to take a magic marker and put an N in front of the Army, so it'll say Army Wife. <laughs> so, so all I can say is, I don't know that I'm going to wear that T-shirt. I'm going to try. Um, if I do get it on, I'll have somebody take a picture of me. And oh, so there'll be some you... interesting looks. I can tell you that. I know. Oh, I, I know. So I'm going to go and help them um, do their event and, and videotape and, and take some photographs. So I thank you, I thank them for inviting me. And um, so um, that's what I'll be doing. And um, I'll have a report back next week. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun to hang out with those Army wives. I know we have Army wives that listen to our show, so it'll be neat to get some, uh, to hear their stories, to hear how their deployments are going, um, what their, you know, what their experience has been through reintegration with their when their husbands come home, and uh, so yeah, so that's me. That's what I have coming up, and um, uh, let's see what else can we tell everybody. If you guys have not found us on Twitter yet, you've got to get on Twitter. It is so much fun. Isn't it, Marla? Are you having fun it on is. Twitter? It's like yes, addicting. Yes, it is. So you can follow us on Twitter. My screen name is My Military Life. And Marla's is, what's your screen name, Marla? Trev's Navy Wife. You can find me as Trev's Navy Wife pretty much anywhere. <laughs> you're you're really consistent that way versus me. You've got like five things going on. Um, so find, create a Twitter account. It's really easy. And if you have a cell phone, you can, depending on your cell phone, but most of them, you can program your phone to send your Twitter updates. And that's why I like it, because I can tweet a message from my cell phone, and that is the coolest thing. And you can get messages, too, on your phone. So um, I haven't so, figured out how to direct message back from my phone, though. You just put a D in front of the name. D space. The name. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I didn't know that. You have to test it out on me and see if it works. Yeah, I'll have to do that tonight. Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, You can. Our website's mymilllife.com. Is the social networking site that is new, and um, we invite you to go over there, create an account. You can upload your pictures and create a little introductory blog post and. Comment on today's show. Send us your show ideas, your questions, all of that stuff. So we invite you to do that. And if you're on MySpace, our page is uh, Navy Wife Radio on MySpace. And I have a page on Facebook, but I haven't done anything with it, so we're not even going to promote that quite yet. Um, (laughs) Marla laughs at me because you are a a Facebook person, aren't you? Oh, I love Facebook. I'm a Facebook junkie. I Facebook with Tanya. I think that's so cool. See, I'm missing out. I need to somehow find time to do that too. Um, But so yes, so look for us on all of those places because we want to find you on find our listeners online and connect that way and get involved. And so um, okay, so next week, Marla, go ahead and just like drum roll. <laughs> How should we announce this? Let's see. Okay, when we talk about who we we all know that Army wives 
the premiere is on Sunday night, My Lifetime um, TV. And, you know, we've had Roxy, the character Roxy, oh my God. On, Bridget <laughs> Branagh on. And, and so when we had them on, you know, we did get emails like, well, okay, but what about, you know, this person or that person? And I have to say this person who we're going to have on has caused quite a stir whenever we've had those shows. And Sally Pressman, she is so funny. She's like, oh, you've got to have him on. I think he would do it. So, so Marla, who, t- tell me why you're so excited. Because we're going to have Drew Fuller, Trevor LeBlanc from Army Wives on Netflix. <laughs> you cracked me up. So, yes, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. So if you're a fan of Army Wives, we all have a date next week with Drew Fuller. But he's really my date, okay, everyone? Yeah, okay. He's only coming on for me. <laughs> okay, we're going to just be the third wheel <laughs> to Marla's date with <laughs> Drew Fuller. So we have a week to, um, a little bit less than that, actually. So send us your questions for Drew Fuller, and your question might be picked. It might be one of the ones that we ask him, because we probably will only get, like, seven questions to ask, so we can't ask everybody these questions but um so send us i um send us your question over on the blog or you can send it to wendy at navywiferadio.com and we are so excited and thank you to lifetime for helping us get that interview and it's uh, gonna be a lot of fun to have one of the guys on the show i think it's gonna yes be- definitely gonna be a different perspective different yeah. dynamic absolutely so you guys can look forward to that next week um, our show today, it was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Um, I want to say, also coming up, we're going to have the executive director of Got Your Back Network, which is the charity ran by Andy Baldwin, who was the bachelor, who is the Navy doc who is currently deployed right now, I think on the Comfort, uh, the USS Comfort, and... Um, you can find him on his Twitter page at Andy Baldwin. And um, so he's deployed. We hope to get him on the show when he returns, but his executive director for his charity, Got Your Back Network, which is a charity that helps the families of fallen soldiers and uh, service members. Um, and I think it's just fantastic. And they do a lot of events for kids and stuff. So that's coming up, too, in the near future. So, so yay, Marla, we have a lot going on. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, everybody. Well, let me see here. My screen is kind of um, went kind of squirrely on me, but it seems to be back. Okay. All right. Well, um, our disclaimer. You want to do the disclaimer, Marla? Do you have that? Uh, I don't right now. Sorry. That, no, that's okay. I just let me let me get it for you, or let me get it for us. Our disclaimer for our show is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. And I want to thank everybody for listening to us live tonight and in the archives. Um, We're so excited that you listened to the show. We want to hear your feedback, so be sure to check us out on our website, NavyWifeRadio.com. Leave your comments, and there you can also listen to archive shows and check out showtimes and upcoming guest information. 
So thank you, Marla. It was great. Thank you, Wendy. Hope you had fun. Talk to you next week. Yes, and thank you to Tanya Biong, and thank you to Erica, Erica Pena Vest, who gave us our um, our military travel tips today. So thank you to both of them, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.